0: Hey guys, uh, Pastor Josh here, founding pastor, lead pastor of Kingdom City Church in the building. <laughs> oh
1: boy, <follow> yourself.
0: <laughs> I am here finally, finally with our welcome ministry leader, Kingdom Gates leader, the first face you see when you come to Sunday morning church at Kingdom City, Sasha Valdez. Hey. Let's make some doors, y'all.
2: Thank you,
0: thank you. <laughs> I've been waiting a long time to do this um, uh, video testimony. Been waiting a long time to sit down with you so that you can tell your story. Um, so I think it's it's good if we give some context because even the beginning of this was dope. And it's mm-hmm. a very, very unique story. It is one that yeah. every time we tell it to somebody, they're like, like yo, that's what? crazy. Say that
1: again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so the, uh, the friendship Sasha and I have um, began... Well, at least my journey with that began back in man two thousand and five, two thousand and six, when I met a yeah. few guys that were in the in the in the hip hop industry mm-hmm. and and I was doing hip hop music at the time. I was an aspiring gangster rapper emphasis on Rap, gangster
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and through that. One of the people that would ultimately become my manager, um, who just, I'm not even gonna, we, we just gonna leave him nameless for right now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the one that shall not be named. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, was actually uh, in a relationship with you, if that's fair to say. Yeah. Okay. And, and I just remember we would go, we, after a night of recording music, we would leave the studio <laughs> and we're feeling real gangsterish.
1: Because we just
0: created some hit records, and then, and then Sasha about, then Sasha would show up, and we would just kind of get quiet,
1: and, uh, and she uh, would, uh.
0: <laughs> and she would leave, and it was like, man, I hate that girl. <laughs> she took our gangster spirit from us, crushed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we'll get into that a little later on. But then what ended up happening was. Um, years later, I would leave the music industry and then I would move to Inglewood, New Jersey, which is where, Inglewood. In, yeah. <laughs> which is where the person that will um, remain nameless lived. But that's also where we recorded, um, a bunch of our music. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so my wife and I were at my son's football game.
2: Well, mine too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and. And then we're sitting in the bleachers, my wife and I, and we look over, and there's a guy sitting there, which we'll get into that story right, later. Yeah. But he's cheering for your son, right? And I know your son, and so I'm going, "Hey yo,
2: hey yo, who's this?" Shout out to my baby boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then fast forward, it wasn't long before you came up to the bleachers, and and I was like,
2: "Oh, yeah, oh, there's that psycho, right?" Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look out! Don't give him eye contact. <laughs>
0: My wife was like, who's that? I was like, I don't know. But she's really mean. She's just really mean. <laughs> she, no.
2: Yeah, she was probably thinking, her mean don't meet my mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Because my wife's belly.
0: a gangster too. But she is. Yeah. Um, but then that was the beginning of a really dope friendship. We connected at that football game, and it just, we, we just became the closest of friends.
2: Got busted as friends. We got
0: busted. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was good.
0: But then from there, we started to really cultivate yeah. a relationship. Our, me and my wife and I, with with you and your husband, and and through that I got to know your story. I got to know you on a deeper level, mm-hmm. and and then ultimately, I not only left the music industry, but then I would become a Christian a couple years later, and the ministry would just lead me to plant a church, and we launched. I'm not allowed to say we're the greatest church in the history of churches. so I'm not gonna say that, um, but we planted Kingdom City Church, and it wasn't long before you joined our church. And
2: you think it was like a year in?
0: A year in, and you went from righteousness to righteousness, and yes, I think I that did. was dope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, knowing your story, and then real talk—just kind of seeing you on Sundays, um, setting up and, and leading the whole welcome ministry, and loving on people, and worshiping, and loving Jesus, and, and just pressing into holiness—I just, kn- I always knew that your story is one that needed to be told because there's so, m- there's so much. Um, Like real life brokenness in your story Um, That's clear That's everybody right Mm -hmm. But your story also highlights Or emphasizes on God's Redemptive power God's ability to Enter into really dark spaces And pull people out of there and just make this Beautiful thing Um, God is everywhere That's a fact and so I can't wait to hear you tell your Story (laughs) um, uh, To the people because I know it's going to be a blessing So let's do this um, we, our, our, producer, shout out to big Kev, Padrino Kev, who <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic is holding down an entire church, um, on the, on the, on the communication side. Um, he tells us we have an hour and 45 minutes to tell your story. That's not enough time, but we're going to try. Okay. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. All right? Um, let's start baby Sasha. All right, Jack, Jack from from the from the Incredibles.
2: For real. Right,
0: so let's do this. Just very basic: born and raised. Go. Where uh, where where did these things take place?
2: Born in Hawaii, raised in the Bronx.
0: Time out. Now, where I'm from, <laughs> Hawaii and the Bronx, two different places. Yeah, Not just Hawaii? visually, but just yeah, yeah. You, Hawaii? How did Hawaii. that happen? Uh,
2: yeah. So my dad was in the military. Uh, okay. He was in the navy. Shouts to him. And. Uh, He was there first. And um, well, he knew my mom from the project, so 138th Alexander. Mm. And uh, they grew up together. And then I came along. And my dad sent for my mom. And that's how, well, okay. So what happened was. Wait,
0: wait, wait. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Real talk on three. One, two, three. Real talk. Go.
2: All right. So um, I actually didn't find this story out until last year. My Mm. dad. Listen, my dad's a real sci-fi loving guy, and I thought he just made it up. He did a lot of "Mm," you know, back in the day. And I'm like, Dad, were you running with your imagination? Uh So it was a story that um, my mom's basically... uh, Just go. She stole like ten thousand dollars and in the eighties that's a lot of money from a drug dealer. So it was her best friend's man. And the whole deal was supposed to be between her best friend and her. They were gonna be stealing the money Mm -hmm. and dividing it up and you know Mm -hmm. and whatever and living hood rich, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. And um instead my mom took it and she fled to Hawaii. She had to run. She had to run Mm -hmm. (laughs) with me and her belly and Mm. uh I just got confirmation on that story last year. And I was like, what? I had to pull over on the side of the road. And like, the, I don't even know what highway it was. And was just like, are you serious? This is real. Wait, I can't believe it. How did that happen? My aunt, which is my freaking rock. I love uh, that woman. Okay. Um, she doesn't have a bad bone in her body. She doesn't mm-hmm. lie. Nothing. Mm-hmm. She just couldn't believe. I. <laughs> so we were talking in the car. And I was like, yo, check out this story my dad said. And she's like, he told you? And I was like, what? Hold on. <laughs> Pull over. And she's just like, yeah, that's true. And I'm just like, what? Are you kidding me? So apparently all the way up until my adult year, even maybe now, they were looking for me. This guy wanted his money. And he basically told them, I'm going to get it one way or another, even if I got to kill your daughter. And so the so story... How long,
0: how long was it before your mom was able to go from Hawaii back to, the, back to New York? We I
2: moved back... I want to say, I, you know, I, I don't know exactly, but I was a toddler. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really get to enjoy Hawaii or anything like that. Yeah. I just know we went... My father got dishonorably discharged. Mm-hmm. He he punched, like, an officer. Or I don't know. He did something. Mm-hmm. And he got dishonorably... He got dishonorably <laughs> discharged. Sorry, Kevin. Is this better for you?
0: Shout out to Padrino, Kev.
2: And, uh, yeah, so we came back. Back to the projects. Mm-hmm. And... That's it. Mm. Never to go back again to Hawaii until last year because of your daughter.
0: So, yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um so you so you come back to to the Bronx. You're mm-hmm. how old at that time? Still
2: mm. I want to say probably like 3 years old.
0: Okay. Um
2: only because I say that only because I can remember things. You know how you have like random rem- like memories that just yeah. pop up and I remember a memory and I couldn't be more I know the time. Pr- I know the time frame of when we lived in that place, yeah. and that's why I know it had to be around three. anywhere between three and five.
0: Okay, okay. Um, at what do you remember any of like, like how did that affect like your like? Okay, so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: your mom stole money from a drug dealer who vowed vengeance, <laughs> and then your mom at some point was like, "I'm going back to the." I'm going back to the hood.
2: I don't think she wanted to go back, but she had to she go. She had back. to go back. Yeah.
0: Do you remember any of like the residual effects like do you remember having to move around a lot? Oh, I moved
2: did- a lot. I moved around so much throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I never had like, you know, I always yearned to have that childhood home. I don't yeah. have that. Yeah. I have a childhood place the Bronx so Bronx is the Bronx is very dear and near to Mm -hmm. my heart Mm -hmm. so I I never had like I know I had my favorite apartments that we Mm -hmm. moved to but never like a home
0: but you moved around a lot yeah different schools yes different schools yeah so you were never really able to like have or develop relationships and and have childhood friends.
2: Yeah, and the minute I did develop like relationships, I remember I had like my best friend Cookie when we lived over in um one five cent of one By five By the way, the
0: Cookie's the most stereotypical Puerto Rican <laughs> name.
2: I love you, Cookie. If you hear <laughs> <laughs> this, my girl, man. You I say love that, I love girl. you, Cookie. There's
0: like thirty thousand cookies going. Hey! I
2: love all the cookies. <laughs> no, but um. Okay. Like, I remember having this really, really... We lived on 157 in Park Avenue. I believe it was the Vietnam Project. That's crazy. Yeah, and That's I lived crazy. there for a long time. We okay. were very much hood rich at that point in our life. My mm. mom was working really well. She was working in the medical field as, like, a, I think a receptionist or billing or something like that in the medical field on, like, Park Avenue. Okay. My dad worked at Dow Jones in the mail room. It was just, like, crazy. Mm. Okay. And I was the only child at that point, and I had, like, everything. So okay. it was awesome. And I got to say, I lived there probably from like six until I was almost like nine, 10 mm-hmm. years old around there. Mm-hmm. And for that span of time, that was, that was my home, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I knew it was rough, but I lived good, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we were good Saturday morning cartoons, Pee Wee Herman, pancakes, <laughs> got cookies down the block, you know, down the, down the, the hallway. And then that was ripped from me, man. And that yeah. was like the last time that I remember that I had a childhood friend. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Single single kid? I mean, uh, 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 only child?
2: Yeah, up until like seven or eight, so I you, think. So you have brothers and sisters? I have a brother, Chris, Christopher. Chris. Shouts to Chris. Yeah, we don't talk <laughs> anymore. Okay. Um, he's, uh, I think he's like seven. He's like the age of my husband, I think. He's like 31. Okay. And I'm 30 going to be 39 Saturday. Okay. And then I have a little sister who's, I laugh when I say this. Uh, my little sister is my cousin, too, at the same time, because my mother remarried, and she married my father's brother, my All right. uncle. All right. Yeah, I know. So, oh. But that's my sister, and she's 14 years old now. She's
0: 14. All right, so yeah. let's, that's a lot. I know. Okay, so let's back up just a little bit. Um, <laughs>
2: it's a lot.
0: You have a brother named Chris. Yeah. You guys are estranged. You don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to go down that road, or? Yeah,
2: we can go down that road. Tell us. Um... So, me and my brother, we stopped talking, uh, I want to say, maybe a month prior to my wedding in 2017. Mm. Mm. So, I love my brother. I did anything and everything for him when I was going through it. Well, you know, my teenage years Mm -hmm. and, you know, my mother was going through her things. I was very much a mom to my brother. Even when I was Mm. a kid, like from 10 on, I I was taking care of my brother. So, he was like my kid. Okay. And he was very much babied and i don't know you know in the puerto rican household a lot of the time the men are the oh that's my baby he can't do no wrong and the women have to grow up and the women have to go yes exactly and i had to be a mom at 10 years old nine years old making dinner and stuff like that so i had a lot of not i don't want to say pressure i just i had high hopes for him you know i wanted him to be a man take charge of his life and be responsible and all that kind of stuff. And leading up to my, he did a lot of stupid things and it was something so simple. He was supposed to come to my wedding. I wanted him to be there. And this was just like the final straw. He he wanted his the girlfriend or the snack of the week to come to my yeah. wedding. And you, as you know, I had a 50 person wedding and I was Small. just like, listen, right. only people near and dear to my heart are gonna be there yeah. and that's it. And I wanna meet this girl, but not at my wedding, you right. know? So I'm gonna have to pass on that. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that. He didn't even tell me he wasn't coming. Mm. So I felt it very like, no, I'm not going to call him until he man's up, be Mm. a man, and he's got to call me and talk to me. Okay. And he's never done that. Okay. So I haven't spoken to him since, and I've been married going to be three years in July. Mm. And in a sense, it it breaks my heart, Mm -hmm. but I'm all about, you know, taking responsibility for your own actions, living, you know, just... Take just taking charge right, and right, just right. and just doing the right thing.
0: Right, right. I, and I I can I can relate. Obviously, being Puerto Rican, being from the New York City area, mm-hmm. um, and just understanding Spanish culture in that way. Where
2: that looks good, Kevin.
0: Yeah, the the um you can't do it. you can't eat while we sitting here podcasting. For real, man. That it looks really up. good. Anyway, anyway, let's
2: focus. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oftentimes, the in Spanish culture the men are babied and the women are forced to step up yeah. and be mom while mom is doing other things. Let's talk about mom a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, you having to to be a mom early on to a sibling um, that was kind of forced upon you. What was going on with mom? Um,
2: so my mom she's bipolar. Okay. Okay, let's start with this. You know, my mom and my dad—they separated when I was nine years old. Okay. I asked them to separate because I saw them fighting a lot, okay. and I saw a lot of things growing up, and I just wasn't okay with it. I was like, "This, this can't, this can't go on anymore." It's, I, you know, I, at this, I loved my mother. Mm. My mother was this amazing, gorgeous, blonde-haired, green-eyed woman. She, I just looked at her like damn my mother's working it yeah, you yeah, know yeah.
0: I met your
1: mom she's yeah, very pretty
2: She yeah and you yeah. met her later imagine yes, younger who let me tell you <laughs> everybody wanted my mom Ow yeah so <laughs> I very much looked up to my mom okay. and um I also had her back yeah. you know I'm like yo, mom I got you at <laughs> 9 years old I knew this ain't right my dad at the time, he had his own demons. He wasn't being the best husband, okay. the best father that he could possibly be. And I okay. said, Yo, we got to go. We can't do mm. this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was just like, Oh, because she, she was actually staying with my dad because for the kids, like a lot of women do, right. you know? Right. And um, once she got that confirmation from me, that's it. And mm. so I, yo, I think we left within a week. Mm. We left.
0: Of you saying Yeah, that we to were living run?
2: in Staten Island at the time.
0: Okay shout out to Wu-Tang.
2: And um yeah, so we left in like a, a week or so. And um that was my that for me that moment was actually like a huge realization cuz that's when I realized that my mom and my stepfather had a little something, something going on. Because Who, who's okay, your stepfather? My father's brother.
0: So your dad's brother. You realized at 9.
2: Yeah, I walked in and my mom was blowing out her hair and she had just a bra on and he's standing in the doorway talking to her and I'm like, that's, that's not, not normal. That's, that's not normal. <laughs> that's
1: not normal. Right. right. So
2: I didn't really think anything of it because I had I, I I believe I said something like, hey, what are you doing? I was a very outspoken like, yeah, I've always been a protective person. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. So I had said, yo, w- what's going on? Oh, you know, it's just David. So. I remember I told you that my mom and my dad, they knew each other from the projects. Yeah. My mom actually used to date my, I mean, used to babysit my stepfather at five years old. So, my, so what's the
0: age difference then?
2: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> my mom is about 55, maybe. Okay. And then my stepfather is probably like 45 mm-hmm. or, or whatever. I'm not sure. Let me she's tell you. She's 10 years older. Yeah, she's about 10 years so older. She used to babysit him. She used to babysit him. So, yeah, yeah. since the age of five, he was in love with my mom. five years old like i'm talking about hearts in the eyes like oh i love this woman (laughs) like he was in love with her so for him to be with this woman it was a dream come true Mm. you know and which is fine i'm all about yo love who you love things happen i'm the queen of circumstance you know like i'm not gonna sit there and judge you Mm. whatever the case may be that's okay
0: i can see that because you call him your stepfather
2: that's my dad. I I have two dads. I love my stepfather. So, he, he was there for me very much. So how
0: did... All right. So let me ask you this. So... Because that's... Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah. We would agree. You have a biological father. Mm-hmm. They divorce. And your mom, who you love, mm-hmm. marries your dad's brother. But you still have... I don't know what to call it. In a good way. You still have... That thing in you that goes okay. I have two dads. Yes, where, very did, much. where did you? More so than where? How did your love for your stepdad grow? Because that's. Uh, some people would go that. That's weird. That's weird.
2: Yeah. So, um, my so when my mom and my dad did divorce mm-hmm. at that time, he was a constant in my life, and while my mother had her, so he was away. He was he did he was in Desert Storm. He mm-hmm. came back. He did my my grandparents have moved out of the Bronx.
0: Stepdad. Desert yeah.
2: Storm. Yeah, he was in Desert Storm, and my so
0: both your dads are military. men?
2: Yes, my father never really saw action. Okay, but my stepfather but he did. Served. He's actually still.
0: He still serves. He Step still, dad serves. still serves. Yes, he's in okay. Japan right Let's now. Let's stop calling him stepdad. David. David.
2: Okay. Yes, he's still he's in Japan right now. God bless him. Wow. Um, he just got deployed. I think a month ago. I don't know. I don't wow. talk to my mom, so we'll I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But I I I think so. Um. Yeah, so like I was saying before, my mom is bipolar and very much so I leaned on that man mm-hmm. because when somebody suffers from bipolar, you don't know who you're going to get when they wake yeah, up in the morning. That's a fact. And my mom, my mom would just go on these rampages. She would beat me and he'd be the one that just picked me up off the floor and say, you know, we're going to get through it, throw on the Wu-Tang. And he, just, <laughs> he, was, he was a lot of memories. So what had happened was my, my grandparents, when he came back from Desert Storm, they had already moved. They moved to Atlantic City. So when he came back, he didn't have a home to go home to. So my okay. mom and my mom and my dad took him in. Okay. And I guess that's why my dad is still sore to this day. But um, when that happened, my father said, who you coming with? You coming mm. with me or you going with Millie? He chose my mom. And um, he was just always there.
1: Yeah.
2: And I, I thank God. I honestly say, thank God he was there that I had an outlet Yeah. because I would have killed myself yeah, yeah, <laughs> at yeah, yeah. that young age.
0: So at what age did your, did your mom's public relationship begin with David?
2: They kept it hidden for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say probably around the age of, I think they were together for like seven years before I was out on my own. So probably like 10 or so like 10 10-ish. So yeah. at
0: ten years old, you're thrust into this really crazy situation mm-hmm. where your mom is with,
2: yeah,
0: a guy who's definitely not trying to be funny, uncle slash stepdad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, and even in that crazy situation, you have to lean more on him than your mom. What's going on with your mom at that time? That you had to lean. That you had to. Because that's, that's a weird situation, right? Where you have to lean on, like, the anomaly in your life. Yeah. What's going on with your mom that you feel you had to do that?
2: I think her bipolar hit her. Okay. After my mom... So my mom went from being in Hawaii, mm-hmm. living a great life, mm-hmm. coming back, leave being hood rich. Now, my dad is gone. So... <laughs> being <Yeah>. gone... Real <laughs>
0: talk yeah. on three. One, two, three.
2: Real talk. <laughs> Get it. So... You know, the crack, the crack epidemic mm-hmm. hit the Bronx mm-hmm. hard. And New York.
0: New York City. New York, yeah. The whole New York. Uh-huh. It was
2: crazy. Um, my dad had lost his job. Um, he was doing crack. Mm-hmm. And um... one second. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time.
0: Take your time. take your time
2: so uh, my mom went from being hood rich
1: Mm -hmm.
2: to now struggling on her own as a single mom with two kids Mm -hmm. everybody hates her because now she's in a relationship with you know my stepdad with David and um Mm -hmm. everybody hating her and I think that kind of triggered something in her mind Mm -hmm. and that's when the bipolar came in and When she was with David, like, all right, so like in the beginning, like in the morning, oh yeah, okay, I love you, whatever. I think that was the only thing that kept her happy. Yeah, you know. And then when he went out to work, it was like, oh, that's it. You know, my he would come home and my mother would be beating me with, I hate these belts. You know the belts that have the two holes. Yeah, (sighs) my mother would be beating me with the buckle telling me get in the shower take off your clothes and you know beating me and wishes all the time but when david came through that door it stopped
1: yeah
2: you know he'd tell her what are you doing you know he'd comfort me yeah. and stuff and um yeah and that's what i think happened to her i think she just had like this realization like that's it
1: yeah
2: and then that's where it all went down
1: yeah
2: so at the age of 12 mm-hmm. i remember I remember it was 12 years old. That's when everything happened and mm-hmm. it was just bad. And then he left.
0: He left. David yeah. left.
2: Yeah, he cheated on my mom. He okay. got somebody pregnant. Mm. It was a waitress. I kind of understand it though. You mm. know, like... I'm not saying cheating is okay, but mm. I know that... It's complicated. It's complicated. Like, yeah. this is the woman he loved since he was five years old. Yeah. He's looking at her. He finally has her and she's not her you know it, it's not the person he fell in love with yeah. and so he had an outlet and you know he did the right thing he left my mom he raised you know um i forget her name but he raised her did the right thing and now they're together they're, they went back together but during that time it was crazy when how he wasn't long, in how a long were up. they separated they were separated so i had a let me see i think yeah they broke up around 12 i was about 12 or 13 they got back together when i had my son so i had my son at I think I was 18, turning 19, and so they were about six years, seven years. They weren't together. Right, okay. Yeah, so they weren't together that long, and that was just a freaking whirlwind. But I had a lot of hate for him because I'm like, and this is what I still struggle with him and why I don't talk to him because he left my mom. But it's just like, yo, you left me too. He left me too, right? Because he doesn't even reach out to me, and it's just like, no matter what, don't forget, I'm still your niece. You know, yeah, you're my stepdad. So
0: even now, you guys are
1: not.
2: Yeah, we're still. You're
1: still estranged.
2: We're still estranged. And, you know, even when we got back together and they came back into my life. Because with my mom, it's always been in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Because it's just sometimes I just can't take it. But even when we got back together the last time, you know, me and mom started talking. And, you know, they paid for my wedding and stuff. It was, it was grateful. I was grateful and appreciative of it. It was nice, you know. She owed it to me, too, because of everything she did and all the money she took from me. But I didn't look at it like that. I just looked at it as thank you. But he just came back into my life. He didn't say, hey, Sasha, listen, I'm really sorry about this. Because I'm like, I told my mom at one point, I said, yo, me and you, we talked it out. Right. But me and him have a whole other conversation we have to have. Because right. you can't come in and out my life like that. Right. And he, we never had that conversation. And now, once again, that we're not talking, he's out of my life again. And it, it hurts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So.
2: Damn, you got me crying.
0: You go. <laughs> it's a tough. It is. To your credit, mm-hmm. that's a tough. That's a tough story to tell. Um, not just live through, but then have to, have to tell it. And so I'm grateful that you're even being this vulnerable to 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 open up about it. Mhm. Um. So you're going through that difficult moment. At. Did you ever feel, at any point during your teenage years? Like it was so unhealthy that I gotta get out of here. Yes. All right, what every age, day. What age <laughs> every day. Every day. So at what age did you finally pull the trigger on that?
2: <clears throat> First of um, all, you're not
0: just gonna be coughing like that. Right? Oh, sorry. Pandemic, I'm
2: sorry. Yo, I just cried, can, bro. I just I hear cried. You.
0: I hear you, but it's crazy right now.
2: <laughs> Anyhow. Okay.
0: At what age did you finally go? Okay, I gotta this is this is not healthy for me and I can get out of here.
2: Oh, at that age?
0: What age well, I that? knew.
2: I knew when I was about 11, 12 years old, like, I can't wait. Oh, are you serious? Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Focus. Um, I knew at about, I'm going to say, when I was about 12 years old, I was just like, I can't wait to get the heck out of here. Okay. Like. So it started but, at 12. I started at 12, but the thing was that my brother that was like my kid you're still being mom i to him. i could never even even now like i feel this sense of responsibility like yeah, 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 yeah. damn i just wish i could have got him out of that situation because i feel i strongly believe that he's still in an unhealthy situation but okay. he's so immune to it or just so used to it that he doesn't even see that he's in it you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. so at like 12 years old i was just like i can't do this anymore or whatever you know my mom my mom had checked out. Like, oh, we're we're not celebrating Christmas this year and I'm just like, yo, we got a kid, we got to freaking mm. make this right, you know? Mm-hmm. Going to the anyhow.
1: Okay. But 12,
2: at-
0: 12 you hit the realization, okay, I got to I got to go. Mhm. Okay, fine. At what age did you finally have it in you to be able to actually make that move?
2: I never had it. I was forced to have it.
0: W- what do you mean? What is so,
2: that? So, um when my mom had her breakdown and she was into drugs and all that kind of stuff, we haven't even touched that. Okay. because um, that's crazy. Um. At 15, we were living with my aunt and my uncle, and um, who were very to me like growing up like they had it together. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I wanted to be just like them. Mm-hmm. But that man had demons. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm.
0: When you say they 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 had it together, who's they?
2: My aunt, and my uncle.
0: Okay, so go from there.
2: All right. Um, so at this point, you want to know like what was going on in my life at this point, or because it was. When kinda... it comes to testimonies. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's so helpful. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you a big recap of it. Sorry, okay. I hit the mic. Um, at this point, I'm fifth. I want to say I'll give it a year, not even fourteen and a half. Let's mm. say, and. Um, my mom had a meltdown. Good. She had a complete meltdown at this point. Um, so much so that she was clinically diagnosed and she could no longer with work. With bipolar. With bipolar, And she was clinically diagnosed and she couldn't do it. I'm talking about she had... Like, when people talk about, like, oh, they were in a midlife crisis, y'all, That that's real. That's a real thing that happens to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. she went through it, but I saw something like it. She yeah. had her breast implants done. She was... High on coke all the time. She was, she was going was, through it. She was going through it. She okay. was prostituting. It was just crazy at this point. Slow down. So I'm, I'm just getting. Okay. Slow down. All right. Slow down. So, anyhow.
0: So, you, wait, no, no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely not a la- laugh. We're not laughing because it's funny. I know. We just laugh gotta because laugh
2: it's it crazy. <laughs> I got to laugh at it now. I got to laugh at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll cry.
0: So, your mom, mm-hmm. she's.
2: She's just getting into it.
0: She drugs.
2: She's. Yeah, so there's this woman that I and I know. No I'm a, names. No I'm names. not gonna say it. I no know names. I'm a Christian, but I can't stand this woman. No names. I feel I'm not gonna say it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just feel like she was a complete downfall.
0: Instrumental in your mom's downfall.
2: Yes, okay. and they're still friends to this day. This woman has stole from me. This woman has introduced drugs to. Me. I'm not saying introduced. I'm sure my mother knew about it. You know, she did her things yeah, 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 when she yeah. was younger, but. She influenced would, her to she, partake. She, yeah, she. My mother. You know what? I will say this. Like my mom did her things, but when it came down to her her responsibilities as a mother, she had she did her thing. She she played the rent. She did what she had to do, and that's it. But when she got introduced to this, it was that was it. Okay. It was everything about that and okay. how I was how she was going to get it.
0: So let me. I'm I'm not I'm not coming to your mom's defense. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I know. Sometimes, coming from where we come from, life circumstances mm-hmm. create like a space where you're just like, I don't even care anymore.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. So She's been through it. My mother has been through it. So what it.
0: was going... What do you... If, from your perspective, mm-hmm. what was going on in your mom's life? That she, she wanted
2: the pain to stop. Okay. She... she Say my more. Mother, Say more. My mother was raped. My mother was abused by her brothers. My mother was beaten. My mother... There's so much that happened to my mother. I give it to that woman a hundred percent. The only thing I will say is there comes a time when you can't let your demons get the best of you and mm-hmm. you have to stand up and say no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't become a victim and yeah. you just have to want better for yourself. Yeah. You know? And I feel very strongly like, yo, I did it. You could have did it. Yeah. And you have children who love you that want you to do it. That should be the only reason that should be the biggest the biggest push for you in life your yeah. biggest motivation is that your kids you know and she she didn't do it she yeah, yeah. she was just selfish and she just was trying to make excuses okay. you know and even to this day she tries to make excuses and it's just like take responsibility I'm really really big on that yeah, yeah, yeah. take responsibility
0: you can't fix it but at least tr- yes take responsibility it's a step
2: it's yeah. a huge step yeah. and um, yeah she hasn't done that
0: okay okay um so you hit an age where you're like i gotta get out of here
2: i no like i said i you, didn't you became
0: aware of it at 12 yeah i became Clear. i
2: just was just like i can't wait to grow up you know <laughs> yeah. like one of those kind of things you know yeah. i was still in school i was just like, i can't wait to get hell out of here you know yeah. um and then so what
0: what age was that where you were finally able to go oh i can leave and then you and then you book i leave.
2: never was i don't think i would have ever left to be honest with you, if I didn't get that push so and get thrown f- out.
0: What was the push?
2: <laughs> my, my uncle threw me out of the house at 15. Over something very uncle, stupid. stepdad. No, no. This was um, my... You want his name?
0: Oh, no names.
2: Okay. No, <laughs> this was my mother. So there was a point when my mother was clinically diagnosed and she was getting, you know, social security and whatever. And we moved in with my aunt and my uncle, which is her sister okay. and her husband. My aunt's sister. So your husband. mom's sister yes. husband. Okay, go. And um we moved in with them. And um I was we were very close. We were very mm-hmm. close, always together. They're cut my my cousins were like my brothers and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Love them. And mm-hmm. we moved into their home. Mm-hmm. And um he was a good man, my uncle, to a certain extent. But like I said, he had demons. And I found out later on in life. I don't want to say later on in life, but at that moment at fifteen, every it was like Bomb after bomb after bomb. I'm like, what? And it's just like that's when you really think you know somebody and you don't.
0: Not not to definitely not trying to throw anybody under the bus. Mm-hmm. Did any of those demons he was battling affect you on a personal level? Like did they affect yes. you?
2: Um the only one he he um he had to be a man that was a, a very authoritative man. Yeah. Like it's my it's very much like
0: My house, do what I say.
2: Very very much like the name that we do not name.
1: It's (laughs)
2: my world and you live in it. You know? Yeah. I wasn't allowed to date anybody who was black. I wasn't allowed to have any black friends. I wasn't...
0: Racism uh, is prevalent. And
2: meanwhile, his best friend was black. (laughs) But Mm. it was okay for him, but not okay for anybody else. So, it was a very... It was like that. And uh, he... (laughs) <laughs> i had a boyfriend uh, my first boyfriend ever shout out to michael jackson that's his real name and um he was
0: black he was black that's crazy
2: yeah he was the sweetest most nicest guy i like remember the real michael jackson yo he was
0: can he moonwalk
2: probably but uh <laughs> <laughs> i remember one day we were i went to ps uh 40 no ms 95 and it was over on um, middle school, 95 middle school, yeah. Was, no, actually, it was PSMS ninety five. So I went up to like eighth grade or something like that. I don't know. Anyhow, um... Hey, yo, coughing. I get the Lysol wipes. <laughs> so um, it was so cute. He he he, lo- he liked, liked me for so long and he couldn't get on the bus and I had to go to Grand Concourse from Washulu and he ran after the entire off oh, oh, he ran after the bus the entire the way real life Bronx tale yo he was just running after the bus <laughs> and he met me there and he was just like I just wanted to say bye it that's the- it? yeah he was the sweetest sweetest guy like ever good. oh no he was so sweet and I had to break it off because my uncle was like no that's not gonna happen because so, he was black because he was black you know what's
0: crazy? Like growing up, I could never understand Spanish people being racist of black people.
2: We're the closest to. It. <laughs> Seriously, like, <laughs> like there's no difference here, bro. There's literally <laughs> no difference. From the difference. outside looking in. No, no, we, we yeah. do it all. Okay. So yeah. Anyhow, um, I say it was
0: a crazy. It was a crazy <coughs> upbringing, even yeah. with them. Yeah. Okay, and, and then he, he kicks you out of the house.
2: Yeah, it was so much. He had to be like my mom. My mom needed crutches of people. Like she yeah, always yeah, had yeah. a crutch of some sort. And like if I did something wrong, oh, I'm calling. I'm calling your uncle. He's gonna come mm. down here and beat you. You know, mm. something like that. And I'm just like, you can't curse on my Sorry, podcast. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just stating. You know, it's a biography. It's a biography. <laughs> okay.
0: He kicked. He why? Why'd you get okay, kicked so, out of the house?
2: Um. Okay. This house was roach infested. Roach infested.
0: No, you say roaches.
2: I'm talking about. You had to walk in the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: like that And <laughs> they have to if let go <laughs> <laughs> You okay, have to so announce for, yourself
0: <laughs> Alright so for people who don't understand What growing up in the hood is like Before you enter This is real talk Before you enter Joe's a room apartment. You gotta turn on the lights Introduce <laughs> yourself So that the roaches Could take their proper places That's life in the hood That's real yeah, talk yeah, yeah, We laughing about feet. it
2: Yeah 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 But
0: it's real talk Okay
2: So yeah, yeah. Um, There was a radio Of some sort. I don't remember. Like a boom box or something. You know. Back in the day. And. He said that I bought it into the room. Into Mm -hmm. the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Because I was always cleaning. I was just like. I can't take this anymore. Mm -hmm. You know. Like Mm -hmm. I got to clean. And. um, He said that I bought it in there. But it was already in there. Mm -hmm. And he said that I lied. And Mm -hmm. then he says. You're lying to me. Pack your bags. Get out. And that was it. That was it. So. This is a man that I idolized.
0: Idolized.
2: Like. Loved him. Okay.
0: I don't want to jump too far ahead, right? Or minimize the importance of that story or the significance of it. Mm-hmm. But the focus is on you. Mm-hmm. So he tells you, you got to go. What's your next step from there? I got to go. With, so I rec- had
2: nobody. I had nobody.
0: So where did you end up having to stay? Like that first night?
2: I with- stayed that first night. Okay, so I reached out to one of my friends. And, and I- you are
0: how old? Fifteen. Fifteen.
2: I wasn't in school anymore. I was working at Sammy's Fashion on Fordham Road. <laughs> Shout out to Sammy's. Sammy's Fashion. First
0: store I knew that had the Ava Rex leathers. By the way, yes, for five hundred a jacket. Shout out to Sammy's that on Fordham like Road. That was like the
2: drug dealer's, like depot. Everybody. <laughs> If you're from the hood, you went
0: to Sammy's, and even though you couldn't afford clothes, you stood outside the store to wait I had for my iceberg
2: shirt on. i You, leave
1: had,
0: discount, you yeah, waited yeah. for the celebrities to come yeah. through at Sammy's. So, yeah, Shout was- out to Terror Squad and Fat Joe and them, who run New York right now, by That's the right. way.
2: That's right. Um, so <laughs> I remember, and and you know, like, don't judge me, but I remember, like, all right, I'm gonna meet myself a drug dealer and get the hell out of here.
0: That was your That, that was, was like- my
2: That was like my way out i'm gonna meet I'm gonna meet a drug dealer i'm gonna meet a rapper and I'm getting the hell out of here mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. and I positioned myself somewhere well you know my first thing was to get money of course but right. I positioned myself i always I, i've always positioned myself where I was gonna be able to grow right and not i mean not in the best way at that point no, but no, no, I no, always no. wanted to just you know get ahead somewhere
0: and when you're from real talk when mm-hmm. you're from day in the city and mm-hmm. we we just had a podcast about this Couple of days ago, where when you're from, this is, it's gonna sound silly to people who yeah, are I not know. from our context, right? But when you're I'm from the sound hood, like a
2: gold digger, but whatever.
0: you, you, when you're, for guys, you wanna be a rapper, an athlete, or a drug dealer. That's mm-hmm. your way out. Yes. We don't know any other way. We didn't know any other way. Yeah. And so, you're trying to get out 15 years old. You got you to gotta no be, no be on your own. no longer in
2: school. I dropped out of ninth grade. No longer in school. got to be on your own. I was cutting school a lot because I wasn't allowed to do things. Mm-hmm. So I was finding myself cutting school to be able to do those things. You know, I was getting yeah. high. I was smoking and drinking and just hanging out because I wasn't allowed to hang out because I had a little brother to raise.
1: Right.
2: So my mom said, yo, because none of them actually went past ninth grade. All of them. It was just like, yo, you got to make money for the family. You got to go to work and my mother most told,
0: immigrant families are like that
2: yeah so my at that point my mom's like yo you're not gonna go to school but you're gonna get a job then Right. and it wasn't and I really wish it was like if you don't go to school I'm gonna beat your butt yeah, you know it wasn't yeah, yeah. that it was yeah. just like go make money
0: you gotta make money to help be So yeah, I a got support a job. system for the house so I got a job at a Sammy's. dollar store oh the dollar store
2: <laughs> I worked at a dollar store first
0: and then you went to Sammy's
2: and then I went to Sammy's shout
0: out to the dollar store let's talk about Sammy's
2: <laughs> that's
0: where you met Bay. no Okay, so you're working at Sammy's and now what?
2: I didn't met Bay. I didn't have a met Bay until I was thirty two years old. We're gonna get there.
0: We're gonna get there. <laughs> so fifteen, you're on your own.
2: Yeah. So I'm on my own. Um I had reached out to a friend of mine that I was I known from middle school. Okay. You know, we were friends all the way through. Her okay. mom was just as crazy as my mom, so we had that in common. We were always talking, and she was my girl, you know, it was my and she her always said like yo if you ever need anything you know we always had a dream like we're gonna do this together right. you know and um she was pretty much like my best friend at the time <clears throat> i'm just dry hey, my all man. right relax yeah hey, a man just dry <clears throat> Go. <laughs> cool. so um i hold her and i'm like yo my you know my uncle just threw me out you know can i come stay with you her mom said no her mom said no. Her mom Her mom was just as bipolar as my mother. Right. I'm actually, I'm not friends with her anymore, but until like two years ago and mm-hmm. her and her mom don't talk. Okay.
0: So where'd and you stay that first night?
2: That first, so I was able to stay with her one night. That's it. Her okay. mom said she could stay one night and, that's and then it. that's it. She has so to go. So second night, where'd you stay? So I met this girl that I was working when I went into work the next day at Sammy's and I was just like crying and I was just like, oh my God, you know, and my, and this and girl. you're
0: 15, 16.
2: I'm 15. Yeah, and Good. I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do. You know, I I, I I don't have anywhere to go. So she's like, I have a room for rent over mm-hmm. on university. You know, she, she had an apartment.
0: University University Ave. Avenue. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So she's like, I can rent you it's a room. A tough neighborhood. Yes, I can rent you a, a room for $50 a week. And I'm like, okay, what else am I going to say at this uh, point? I'm like, yeah, you know. Right. And, and I had And actually I was going My mom had this thing That we were always gonna If we were gonna move We were always gonna move forward Never backward never We backwards. only went backward one time And that was when we went From Staten Island Back to 198 in Valentine
0: That's a hell of a
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo my first day back
0: 188 in Valentine 198,
2: 198.
0: 198 I lived on one On Fordham Road And Webster
2: okay yeah which is like right there yeah it's right there yeah you could that's wild. literally walk No, that's wild so uh, the first day back from Sand island we're going to the i'm going with my mom's friend this whitest girl ever <laughs> i'm talking about She is the sweetest cutest little skinny girl blonde hair she's she gets to the bar she's like oh my
0: <laughs> what is this place? <laughs> She's just like culture shock. You know what's funny? <laughs> Fordham University is right there mm-hmm. on the corner. I
2: of don't and Lehman University. College is right there. Lehman College, Bronx Lehman High School of Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's right there. It's crazy, it is. All right. So okay. it gets robbed, this bodega, that we go in to get Ajax.
0: While you're getting Ajax, it gets robbed.
2: It gets robbed. That's crazy. Okay, and the, the guy's like, come on, ming, ming, ming. Let's go out the back door. Come on, bang!" So he shoes me out. Like, this happens to him every day. He's used to it. He's just like, oh, it's these guys again. You know, they just want a, a little bit of money. Yeah. So that happened. But that was crazy. So um, I say, okay, yeah, let's do that. I move in with her, and this girl is certifiable crazy. Mm. Certifiable. Like crazy and if she was a gold digger and a half and um
0: so you're 15 you're living with
1: a.
2: am living i'm living with this girl i'm now working at sammy's fashion and then at night i'm be i'm a uh what do you call it a uh a dispatcher for oj taxi do you remember oj people's (laughs) choice no shout out to people's choice that's (laughs) i'll
0: never never admit that publicly (laughs) so yeah so your googles anyway
2: oj i was i was dispatching (laughs) there for a long time, uh, I was I was there for like a year or so. I I moved my way up into from People's Choice to OJ and whatever. Okay. Anyhow, okay. So that's where I was.
0: How long were you there? Um,
2: I don't I don't want to say no more than a year. I wasn't there okay. that long because um, m- my mom called me one night and she's like, "You got to get out of there." I had a dream that, um, I think. Somebody broke in and was gonna kill us or something. She had this dream, like she had this premonition, like it was mm-hmm. gonna happen.
0: So you went back with your mom?
2: I had to. Yeah. So
0: Okay. So you're back with
2: mom. I'm back with my mother. I had saved up money okay. to get my own place. I was saving up. I had about a G saved. Something like that, eight hundred dollars, something like that saved.
0: Saving up to get your own place. How old are you?
2: <laughs> I was I was probably turning sixteen, around sixteen years old. Can Some we old agree between-
0: that this whole story—we're only at year sixteen.
2: At year this sixteen, this is crazy. Yeah,
0: shouts to you. Okay. So, um,
2: yep. I was saving up money. This is what happened. So, my mom was like, "Hey, I found this place over at Country Club, and the you know they're gonna let it go. I need I need to give the guy the money. Let me borrow your money, and um, I'll give it right back to you when I get my Social Security check." I'm like, "It's mom, of course, no problem. Mm-hmm, Here you go, mm-hmm, my money's mm-hmm. yours. I never get that money back." Mm. Then that happens, my mom calls me, whatever. She's like, this is this is what I had a dream about and you can come stay with me. So I'm like, well, I ain't got nowhere else to go. You took my money and mm-hmm. I ain't getting it back. Mm-hmm. So I move in with my mom in country club okay. and my brother. Okay. And um, I'm there, yeah.
0: Okay, um, from how long did you last? I'm gonna and-
2: cough again. <clears throat> okay. <laughs>
0: How long For that period of time You're 16 How long are you with your mom?
2: Until I was 18
0: Okay What happens at 18?
2: So There was numerous times That I was saving up money Okay To go To get my own place Between 16 and 18 But every time My money was either stolen Or Borrowed From my mom Okay I never got it back Mm. So um, I got into this I got into a relationship With this guy who, to this day, of course, holds a special place in my heart, only because we never broke up. Like, um, like, yo, I don't want to be with you no mm-hmm. more. We were just like, he was a gangster. I'm talking about gangster, gangster. Yeah, uh, Bronx. And, yes. All right, wh-
0: what age did you meet him?
2: I met him at about 17. Okay. Where'd you um, meet him? Yeah, but I met, I, yeah, I met him at 17. I met him at um, <laughs> at Riddler's
0: what's Riddler's for for the audience what's Riddler's so
2: Riddler's is okay in the Bronx we have a lot of bars slash Mm. I guess
0: lounges lounges
2: you know so Riddler's was the spot
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and uh, it was right across the street from OJ's and my mom was um, wait yeah so I started going there when I was about 16 because my mom was actually waitressing there Mm -hmm. and so I was going there on and off from like 16 you know going and hanging out and um, I was cute you know, mm. no skinny. Uh, no, All right, my fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. I was like, uh you know, I was going hanging out, and I met him, and it was crazy how I met him. Actually. How'd you meet him? It was a big.
0: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're cursing again. Sorry, on I'm so sorry. All right. It
2: was a huge fight.
0: Huge fight. Huge fight. I okay. had these
2: Italians, you know, like the long nails, Cardi B nails. Cardi B nails like before, before Cardi, Cardi, Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that.
0: Hard. All right, go. So I had
2: the long nails, like, you know, when they ask you, do you want to cut? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember holding him back, but I had already seen him and it was like, He's so cute. and gangster.
0: He's fighting in a club. Oh, I
2: want him. Yes. So like <laughs> so that. Hood. Yes. So So good.
0: It's like, that's going to be my husband. This is not okay, by the
2: way. No, it's not. Okay. All right, go. <laughs> so um, he's fighting, whatever. And oh, actually, you know what? The fight, I remember now, the fight happened because it was so funny. Good. You're laughing at me.
0: <laughs> laughing at you. Directly <laughs> at me. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. Go ahead. So,
2: no, what happened, what happened was because um, I was talking to him and somebody disrespected him or something. And he took the glass and he slapped a guy in the face with the glass. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: I need him yes. to be a, This is not okay.
2: And I was just like, oh, my God, I love this guy. <laughs> I, I will have your babies. It was bad. So... Um, <laughs> Stop laughing. My manager, great. Manny.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, hey. Can we get a cough, like a, like a thing that says here how many times he? Yeah, yeah, this one a cough count. <laughs> to see who wins at the end of the Okay. Like, mm. wait,
0: wait, wait,
1: wait. Hey. Wait, wait, wait.
0: wait. wait, 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 wait. Um, Let's fast forward. All right. I'm pretty sure Bar Fight Guy was amazing. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Okay, Um, you're on your own. At what point do you finally get your own place and start getting somewhat stable? Wait, we have
2: to go back to bar guy because this is a pivotal moment in my life. go. My fault. I'll shut up. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm just like, oh no, no, fight, don't fight. I broke a nail from the gown down there. Whatever, I had to go to the ER. But anyhow, so I'm with this guy now. I'm already
0: drug dealer guy.
2: Drug dealer guy. Big time. I'm at Sue's already. (laughs) We didn't go there yet. Time out. So, so, okay. Let's back up. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. So you are...
2: All right. So this is what happened.
0: Sue, okay. This is, I think this is an important part of the story. Yes. All right. By the way, we're going to have to have a part two to this. That's what it's looking like. All right. So Sue's rendezvous from... <laughs> from, at least to my knowledge, from mm-hmm. 1995... To about two thousand five, six, seven, probably.
2: It was the place to be.
0: Was if you was a if you was a a big time drug dealer, rapper, athlete anywhere on mm-hmm. the east, on the Eastern Seaboard, mm-hmm. Sue's Rendezvous was the biggest, most popular strip club. Yes. At the time,
2: yes. Not when I started, though.
0: So you were at Sue's Rendezvous.
2: Yeah, In I In what was...
0: capacity? I
2: was dancing.
0: When you say dancing.
2: I was taking off my clothes for money and getting tips. (laughs) If that's what you want to
0: know. Well You know what's crazy? What? It's not funny, but we're laughing. Yeah, I could Because laugh we're it on now. the other side of
2: yes, 100%. it. Yes, hundred percent. So
0: I'm super proud of I you. I knew even
2: then I was gonna be on the other side of I'm it. I'm super yeah. proud of you,
0: and we're gonna get to that. I just don't want our audience to be like, oh, they're laughing about we're laughing because we're on the other side. Yeah. And I'm super proud of you. And for I, that. and
2: there's nothing wrong with doing what you gotta do to get take care of your family. There's there, nothing there's wrong. a
0: little bit wrong with that. But we're gonna get we <laughs> we're gonna get to that part. But let's let's talk about when you start at Sues so okay you are so to be clear to be clear
2: okay
0: I don't mean to go funk flex on you and start interrupting frum, frum, frum. to be clear <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right to be clear Sue's rendezvous at that time is the biggest strip club yes. upscale strip club yes. in the history of right um you are how old when you start 16. working there
2: 16. I was cute.
0: <laughs> what? Okay, so at that How point... in the world does a 16-year-old end up... And I'm not talking about who let you in. I'm saying, what were some of the things that were going through your mind that said, I'm going to go ahead and do this?
2: Um, at 16, I was working at the dispatch company. Mm-hmm. Um, I was no longer at Sammy's Fashion. And I was um, working. You know, I may have been still at Sam's. I was tired. Yeah. I was just tired. Physically tired. Physically, working emotionally. Hard. I was just tired. Okay. I was just like, is this my life? I'm yeah, going to yeah, have yeah. to work like this. My yeah. mom's strung out. My yeah. brother's like in the midst of it. My dad is nowhere to be found. David's nowhere to be found. Like, this is this can't be my life, mm-hmm. you know? I feel that. And these girls used to call OJ. And they're like, yeah, I need, a, I need a cab going to Sue's. I need a cab going to Sue's. It was all the time, all the time. I'm like, finally, I'm like... And I remember the girl. Actually, I still follow her on Instagram. Like, we're still cool. And I was like, what is this place? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, it's a strip club. I'm like, really? And she's just like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And, I, you know, I got the gist of it. And I was just like, well, how do you get into that and whatever? And, you know, I was... You Know, I was 16, of course, I still had like a 16 year old body, you right. know what I'm saying? So, um, the next night I was like, I'm going, I called Suze, and they, I think, auditions were Monday nights.
0: You called Suze,
2: I called Suze for an audition, and to, this girl told me to dance at Suze, yes. This girl called me and she told me, um, call. Mm-hmm. Tell them I sent you and ask someone you can come in and audition. So, one of the dancers one referred the dan- you. One of the dancers of the, at that time.
0: Referred, just to be clear. Yeah. We're, and we're not using names, but we're just trying to... She referred a 16-year-old. She didn't know
2: how old I was. She didn't know how old I was.
0: Did you... Okay. Did
2: Nobody you? knew how old I was. Okay. I, only That's fair. Got the it. manager did, but...
0: The manager who auditioned you yeah. knew you were 16.
2: We had a conversation after I, I... I don't know if it was before or after I auditioned. He knew and... I'll tell you that story in a second. Okay. Um, and I went in there. I remember crying that Why first were you crying? because I just couldn't believe that my life had gone there. I couldn't believe that I was 16 years old, standing in a cage, dancing. I didn't even know how to dance in heels and taking off my clothes. And I call, I remember him telling me you gotta take the top off too and that's when I lost it I was just like I can't believe my life I can't believe I'm here right now mm-hmm. and yeah we were laughing about it but it, it's real you know
1: Yeah.
2: when you're in it you're in it and I made like a hundred dollars that night and I just said I just made half of what I would have made attempt Working both jobs because I wasn't getting paid money at Sammy's. I was, you mm-hmm. know, they, mm-hmm. they weren't paying me. I think I was probably making like 150 around there. Mm-hmm. And then working at Old I was probably making like 175. Or I think it was like they paid you by shift. And I just couldn't believe that I got there. I had already dropped out of school. You know, I had all these things going on. My mom was already di- addicted to drugs. I was trying to pull her out of hotel rooms, and you know all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, "What the hell is going on right now?" Yeah. Yeah. So I just started doing that, and that was my life for seven years. Mm -hmm.
0: So you were at Sue's for seven years. Yeah. How did you get through those?
2: I got used to it. Um, the one. So, it got raided one night when I was there. I was 16.
0: Raided because they were looking for...
2: Immigrants. Because um, back in the day when Suze first started, it was all Brazilian girls. Mm. And um, I was like...
0: Illegal immigrants. Yeah. Okay. I
2: was like... I was probably like one of the third or fourth girls who like... Let me see. I was probably like... Like the fifth or sixth... Probably the fifth girl that was not Brazilian... So they were looking for you know, to turn the place around because at that time when I started Sue's wasn't Suze, you know. It wasn't. I don't know. I can't do the math right now, but you know, at sixteen, I was born at eighty one, I don't I don't know. So I had just started. It wasn't that place yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I remember okay, I can my mom also needed medication. I'm like, all right, I can pay for her medication, I can do what I gotta do, I can take care of my brother, I can do all of this. I just got to get through it. Did your it.
0: mom know you were working there?
2: No, not okay. at the time. Okay. Not at the time. My mom found out through somebody. And I understand this. And, and you know, that's one of the things I tell people is, and this is why I'm so upfront front with you right now. It's just because I'd rather somebody hear my story through me than hear it through somebody else. That's a fact. I learned that through my mom because my mom found out from this girl that didn't like, we were kind of like frenemies and my mom didn't like her and that's how my mom found out mm-hmm. and she was just like it's not that of what you're doing it's it's who I found out from yeah and that' stung yeah, 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 yeah. that' stung because yeah. you know what even though my me and my mom were going through what we were going through we were still a team you don't want to find out through somebody else yeah and, and you Got know it. like I said we were still a team you know it was just yeah. like you know I, I was just 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 trying to take care of of things of yeah. everybody you know yeah. and I just didn't think of it that way yeah. I was I guess I was ashamed. No, I don't even think I was ashamed. I was scared my mom would find out and tell me you can't do this anymore. And then I would lose my stability in a sense. Because for me, Suze was... It was stability in a sense. Because So
0: though you were at 16...
2: I was a bad stripper, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now, I was a bad stripper. I I didn't like people... I didn't do lap dances I didn't do nothing I was a bad stripper I would just go in there To make a hundred dollars And that was it I'm out of
1: here Okay <laughs>
0: uh, Okay
2: No like I, I For stripper standards I For myself I was very popular I did make a lot of money But for me I didn't want to talk to people It was personality people. It was my personality I was like yeah I don't know You, 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 you ugly Get out of here
0: <laughs> But talk Alright so from you go from 16 years old, breaking down because you're, you're saying, "What has my life come to that I'm going, I'm mm-hmm. doing this?" Mm-hmm. To not wanting your mom to find out because she'll take it from you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What kept you doing that, sub- submitting yourself to feeling kind of sh- shamed, ashamed? Mm-hmm. The stability that it was providing you.
2: Yeah, my family.
0: You being able to take care of your family.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so... That was more important to you than the shame that you felt. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Just because I wasn't... So, that brought back me being 15, like, I had nowhere to go. That was... To me, I was like, that's never happening again to me. Right. That's not going to happen. Okay. Even if I had to stay in bad situations. Mm. And... That's what led me to stay in my bad situations Was because I'd rather stay in the bad situation Than be homeless mm. So That yeah so
0: Was that was that the first time you were ever homeless?
2: No I wasn't even homeless yet My my, I haven't even No the first time I was ever homeless I was with my son
0: Okay before we get to your son Seven years at Suze? Yeah Okay where does your son come into play mm-hmm. In all of that? when did when did so
2: um after my uh my drug dealer guy go oh so we were going back to that story yeah so i met i met him there i met him at riddler's and he knew what i was doing or whatever Mm -hmm. and um he the feds got him they were at my house Mm. um they got your house
0: y'all were living together me and my
2: no me and my mom i was living with my mom okay and, um, he also lived on 130th and Alexander and, and well, actually 130 uh, by Brook Avenue. He was selling drugs Cabin. over there. Yeah. Brook. That's, so that's very
0: popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's legendary. So, yeah. In the Bronx. All right. Go ahead.
2: So he was living over there and, but he would always come to the house. He was always at my house all the time. And. That, yeah, I felt like Bonnie and Clyde with that guy. I swear, we would just be like, it was bad. Mm. I mean, we were. I was getting drunk all the time with him, and he would be driving crazy. And I, like, I that was a crazy and you were time. How old? I was seventeen. And he was. Oh, I don't remember. I think he was probably like anywhere between. More or less. He was probably like mid to late twenties because he had already did a bid and everything. Okay. A bid in jail time. <laughs> um. By the way. <laughs> So he had already did that. And so, yeah, he probably was like 26, probably 27, 28 around there.
0: About 10 years old. Yeah,
2: you? about that. Okay. And back in the day, you know, it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a big thing that's to be. That's normal
0: life for us. That's
2: normal, right. Got it. So um, one night, actually in the morning, I got a phone call and it was a girl I didn't like. And this is, goes back to always finding things out from She just threw it in my face. Did you see the paper? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's just like, oh, so and so's got locked up. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm like, first of all, I'm mad because I gotta hear it from her because I know she liked him. Hmm.
0: And then I'm and just this like, the, your your boyfriend that got locked up. Yeah, so and you didn't know yet.
2: No, I didn't know okay. yet. I just because we we had hit a beeper. So i want to explain what a beeper is real quick. <laughs> so it's this little box. <laughs> so yeah, um, I had was beeping him, I was beeping him like crazy. I'm like, well, what the hell's? He's
0: going not on?
1: answering. He's
2: not answering. He's tied up. And I got the paper. I ran over to the little spot to get a paper and his name was there. I was just like I immediately broke out in I have eczema. So I immediately broke out all over my body. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. Mm-hmm. But he called me. He was able to call me. I was one of his phone calls that he got and he okay. said they were either gonna pick I was like I says, I told you you should have came to my house. He was like, Babe, it didn't even matter. They told me they were they told me they were at your house. And they were at my house. Yeah. And I was just like, first of all, ding, they were at my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute, they knew about me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not even like the girlfriend. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like, we're just dating. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. oh, my God. And that was a real, real realization in my life that I was just like, yo, this drug dealer stuff is not, not for, for me. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then that was that. And he's mm-hmm. he was locked up, 17 to life. Still and, in jail. He got out, um, he got out.
0: How many years later? We'll save that for part two. He
2: got out quick. Let's see.
0: We're going to save that for part two.
2: Yeah. Um, but he had always told me in his defense, I'm not going back to jail. I'm not going back to jail. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Okay. He goes to jail, you move on.
2: Yeah, so um, I want to say probably like a month after. I had met my son's father okay. and it was Where? a whirlwind. Where did you meet him? Where did I meet him? Oh, um I met him at the sports bra. Sports bra mm. <laughs> 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 It's orange juice, I swear. Um uh sports Bar on Castle Hill Road, and it was another spot that everybody went to on Probably Wednesday night. Shout out to Castle so, Hill, so yeah. So, I don't know if y'all remember, but back in the day, like Mondays it was one day Tuesdays okay. it was Sue's, Wednesdays it was a sports Three. bar, Thursdays it was <laughs> Land Quarters. It was like every night, you know, and that was Land Quarters was
0: a sweat box, yes, by it the
2: way. Was. It <laughs> was, you go in one way, you come out looking crazy. <laughs> so, you know, that was pretty much my life, mm. and um, I was in this deep, deep, deep depression because. The love of my life was locked up. It was locked up. And I was, just, and I had a chip on my shoulder. Got like, it. don't talk to me. You life know, life was hard though. Life was credit. hard. I wasn't even. I wasn't even working at that moment yeah. because I was just like, oh my god, mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I can't believe this just happened. On both levels, I was just like, the feds were at my house, mm-hmm. and then my 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 man got locked up. You know, it was and just then, one. of
0: And then what's the name walks into your life?
2: Yeah, and also dealing with my mom stuff. So, mm-hmm, but sure. yeah. So then I met. My son's father, mm-hmm. that one night, I couldn't stand him. I was just like, oh, this guy's talking to me. I don't want to talk to him. You know? And <laughs> I was introduced to him through a, through a, a mutual friend. Okay. And who, her boyfriend was the big, big time drug dealer of like the Bronx. We're not
0: going to say no We're names. We're not going to say no
2: names. <laughs> so right. I was just like, all right, whatever. And um, I gave him my number though. I gave him my number. How did you? I, no, because you know what? I did think he was cute. I did think that He's alright He's alright He's all right. there, He's you know? there. I'm like oh so he comes up to me All suave and whatever You know yeah. So I'm like Oh alright I have a little chip On my shoulder I was like You never call me never <laughs> go go <laughs> go So whatever And my girl's on Aaliyah I love Aaliyah Let me tell you something the love is a one in a Yes but I was more Touch yourself off And try again <laughs> That was me I was, I was in the middle Touch yourself off And
1: try again <laughs> <your laughs> so I was, just like, <laughs> uh, uh, so good, I was just
2: like there he is and he walks up to me and that's you know you know I was just like oh wow okay Whispered,
0: sweet nothing yeah and gotcha.
2: we were inseparable inseparable from that day so hmm. I don't know I, I don't even know two like maybe a month later mm-hmm. three weeks later mm-hmm. so yeah so the sports club happened He that was probably like two weeks that went by that he hadn't called me and then he caught then i saw him and um, how long were you guys together up until i got pregnant or altogether?
0: all together how long were you guys we together were on up and until off. you got
2: until i got pregnant so i got pregnant really quick um, first of all it's really important that you know that i didn't even know i could get pregnant so i had what does uh, that mean? so i had a problem with uh, ovarian cyst at the time and i was i was 12 years old and i was like i had these horrible ovarian cysts and the doctor had told me you know it's probably going to be um, you know, he just told me, you know, what I should expect in the future. They had put me on birth control why did pills. He, why, why, like, they had told me, like, it's probably going to be difficult for you to get pregnant. You why? probably have to go just, through... It
0: was a normal... It was...
2: No, cysts happened, but yeah, yeah, I had yeah. them so bad and that okay. I had them all over that it was just like, you're probably going to have some problems. Okay. So, I was just something that was stuck in the back of my head. So, I mean, it still an Excuse me, we were having unprotected sex. Right. Okay. So, um, I got pregnant. Um, what
0: age? How old were you?
2: I was... I found that I was pregnant a week or two after my birthday. My oh. birthday is April 4th. Oh. I was 18 at that point. At and he that point. was? Oh. I think he's a few years older than me, so he was probably like Okay. 23, 22, okay. around there. And um, Was that...
0: Was that... And I'm just... Mm-hmm. You can stop this whenever you want. Was that your first sexual encounter?
2: With him? No, I had... Period. No, I... I I actually didn't lose my virginity until I was about 17 years old.
0: So you were 17.
2: Yeah. Okay. And I I actually pride myself on that because
1: that, That's rare. That's we're rare. Talking. And that's I was
2: Listen, I was dancing already for a, for a year, a year and a half, and I was a virgin while you were doing while I was do, while I was dancing. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, so uh, I I got pregnant or whatever, and I gave him the opportunity so since I knew that I was going to be hard, I had said to myself, yo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to have an abortion. I always I, I always had a problem with abortion, even in the future. I always felt like in the Mainly past. Mainly because
0: you're big on take responsibility. Take
2: responsibility. And I was always kind of spiritual. I, I was always like, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. You know, like this too shall pass. You know, like that kind of person. I always, I, I always had that. I, and I know that now that's that was him yeah you know um but yeah so I gave him the opportunity I said, yo listen you know you could be you could be uncle so- and so i I don't mind you could be a part of this baby's life but I'm gonna keep it yeah. and I and it took a moment he 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 called me back like maybe a day or two later and he told me like i'm a, I'm gonna be responsible by the way well
0: let me just explain that to the viewers mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: When we say you could be uncle so- and so it's because in Spanish culture mm-hmm we give the baby daddies the option of being present mm-hmm. or being uncle so and so. Yeah, but we give you crazy. that
2: one. We give you that one shot.
0: Yeah, you we, could be uncle forever, or you could. Which is yeah. crazy. Yes. Like if you think about it, we, all, we, we give the daddy the option. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's uncle so <laughs> yes, and so. Yes, exactly. Just like, yeah. And yeah, you don't yeah. find out until later, but yeah, I just thought that was important to like. Point yeah. Out. it but is. Alright. So go ahead.
2: Yeah. So um, I. I was like, all right. You decided like, you're gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna have keep this baby, this baby yeah. yeah. And um we he told me he was gonna take responsibility and you know, we're gonna do it. Okay. And at the time he had a pretty good job. No, actually he never had a good job. He was working for Yes.
0: Shout out to the Rock. Rockefeller. Shout out to the <laughs> Rock. Okay.
2: So he was working, you know, and I was Yo, just Jay, like oh, I'm
0: gonna call you later. Come <laughs> come on. Shouts to Beyonce Oh gosh
2: Alright uh, So uh, Yeah And yeah, then two weeks yeah. later He quits <laughs> I was like what?
0: By the way yeah. By the way To his credit I'm not coming I'm not trying to He was down with Yo Are you keeping tabs on this? Right. <laughs> Who's winning? Right now? Anyway He was He.
2: I've never coughed so much <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's What's the name? came up with with rockefeller and jay in, a, in the early years
2: yes yeah they weren't
0: even he wasn't even jay-z at the time right. he was just coming up right and he was down with that i right. gotta
2: give him his and I, you know what i give him his credit because they he built was, that yeah, yeah he was a part of that he was a part of that yeah. and i have to say that you know i remember why i don't remember who it was mm, i watched an interview with somebody that was it denzel i think it was denzel washington and he said never give up on your dream Never ever ever. It's a fact. If it doesn't lead if it doesn't lead to you getting to your dream, it ain't for you. That's a fact. I had a problem with that though. <laughs> I felt like, yo, we're about to have a baby. If you yeah, gotta work at McDonald's. Can't pay the bills. Yes,
0: you you, <laughs> you that, can't write right. dream on the rent check. Right. Got it.
2: That dream is your side hustle now.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> go
2: work at McDonald's. And he didn't see it like that, and that's where we bumped heads a lot.
0: Okay. So, so that made it more difficult. Because at
2: this point now I'm working, I'm at Sue's, I'm pregnant uh, so, a couple months.
0: You are pregnant? Yes. Working. At Suze. As a stripper. While pregnant. So, <laughs> so you are in a difficult situation. You are about to have your first child. Mm-hmm. You are 17?
2: 18. 18. Mm-hmm.
0: You're in this difficult relationship.
2: Not at the moment. I wasn't difficult. I was Difficult
0: I in terms of like,
2: what I are told- you ready
0: to have a kid at this point? Cause you're still working at suit Yes. You're you're pregnant. I
2: always, I always. Well, first, no. I always said to myself, like, I didn't want to have a baby because I was like, it hurts. <laughs> but then I was just like, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, this is gonna save my life. This boy, this you thought baby. having a baby was gonna no, save no, 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 no. You. This child oh. was gonna save my life. Meaning, he was gonna be my reason to keep going. Mm. Because I didn't more. have that Same at more. that. I, I didn't have that anymore. Like I was a just, reason to... Yeah, I was just going through life. And I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, listen, mm-hmm. man after man, drug dealer after drug dealer. You know, my mom's was strung out. Mm-hmm. I had to go to hotels, drag her out, mm-hmm. get her off drugs, cold turkey, mm-hmm. lock her in a room. I was just like...
0: All this weight and responsibility. Yes, I
2: was just like... I don't want to do this. The only reason why I kept going was my brother. Mm. I love that kid. That was my baby. Whenever he, she was high or strung out or she was trying to do cold turkey in her room. I take that kid. Let's go to the movies. You know, I would take him out, go, you know, just try to get my mind off it, not let him see it, you know? And I didn't want him to lose this image of my mom. I wanted Mm. him to see her, how I saw her at nine, at 10, you know? And all those years the i good wanted parts him, of, yeah of i wanted mind. him to keep yeah. that image of her yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. i i didn't and i was scared for him cuz i didn't i i already knew what this he was so like mom 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 i knew that he was going to need somebody you know so you know i was a heavy weed smoker at the time and that was like my that was my exit escape that yeah like that was my escape
1: yeah
2: i was always always and that was one of the things that me and my son's father like we were always getting high, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it was just beautiful at that moment. Cause I was just like, here's somebody that I can just, that knows me.
1: Yeah.
2: That I can be real with. he sees what's going on yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and he still liked me,
0: mm.
2: you know, we didn't love each other yet. He
0: knows you. And he, and he, yeah, like he was oh, not
2: even that he knows me. He wanted to know me, mm. you know? Yeah. And, I was just like I like him but at this point we didn't love each other. We did not love each other. I had even told him so much as like, "Yo, I'm going to let you know something. I'm lo- I'm in love with this guy in jail and I'm always going to be in love with him." Yeah. You know, and he was just like it is yeah. what it is, you know, cuz he just saw me probably as just, you know, to get it. Yeah. But, you know, it just we just really enjoyed each other's company at that point yeah. and yeah. So
0: So you so now you are you're pregnant.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Still working at Sue's.
2: Yeah, that was kind of like my choice a little bit too.
0: Okay.
2: You know, I also knew that he had a good family.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, so I knew in a sense like we we were gonna be okay, but I needed to to like I was working at Sue's because I was just like I'm gonna work until I'm showing that way I can have some kind of money for yourself for myself
0: because stability was a yes, stability
2: was a huge huge thing for me and still is to this day.
0: Yeah.
2: And so regardless, if you're on, with somebody, yeah.
0: you want to feel like you could take care of yourself. Yes, I
2: always felt like I had to take care of myself. Don't want to lean on all. That whole, from when I happened at 15, I was like, that ain't happening again. That's
0: never going to happen to me.
2: Never. Got it.
0: Okay, so you have your son, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I had a very difficult pregnancy. How so? Um, I I remember I was actually on stage and I started bleeding. I had on a... a on stage? On, yeah, I had a white thong on. And um, there was this cool, really nice guy that... I was cool with all the bouncers. I'm just somebody that could just chill back and just kick it. I don't care who you are, yeah. where you're from, whatever. Yeah. We could just laugh and have fun together. And he was like, you're bleeding from stage. It's a Tuesday night. It's a bunch of people and I'm bleeding. So I rush to the hospital. And I'm thinking I'm having a miscarriage.
0: Alright, guys. That's This was part one of Sasha's story um, where... Through her testimony, you guys are going to get a chance to see God's redemptive power. Um, there's probably an hour or more worth of um, um, just life experience and content that's going to help you um, to see some of the more difficult parts of life and how God invades those spaces, even those spaces, um, to do a, a real beautiful work. Um, this is not... <laughs> I, like I knew going in, this was not going to be an hour and a half that, that, that we could just communicate everything. And so we're, there's definitely going to be a part two, stay in two for that, um, and we'll be back soon.